0: Listeners, my name is Nadine Newkirk. You're listening to the Psychology of Dating podcast, and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. For today's episode, I want to talk to you about a topic that I've been curious about recently, which is what is your default setting? Is it to go to self blame? So you blame yourself rather than the other person in a situation? Or do you automatically go to blaming others? And, you know, sometimes you might be in the middle and that could be quite beneficial, but sometimes we can have a bit of a default setting where our mind just automatically goes there. I have an example where two people can view the situation very differently. So this happened to me uh, quite a while ago when I was on a date and I was with the person we we're both sitting on the bus and we looked out the window and... And someone gave it, it was a very obvious kind of scowl at us, you know, made eye contact, frowned. There was a kind of no denying that there was like some type of disgruntlement there. And my mind, we actually shared, you know, what was our experience of this and what was going through our heads. And I shared that my mind went straight away to, oh, they're annoyed at me. You know, I was probably being rude. I probably, you know, was looking at them in a way that seemed intimidating or, you know, lingered with eye contact too much. So it was my fault that it happened. And the person I was on a date with was like, oh, that's interesting. My mind went to, oh, that person's got something going on with them. You know, they can't manage their emotions. This situation is on them. So they went more to kind of putting, you know, the blame on the other person. And it was really curious because that was just a split second thing, you know, briefly on the bus, but so curious how our both our brains switched in different directions. One was self-blame. One was, you know, put the blame on the external situation. And this can really come up in dating. So you might find that if you're someone who goes to self-blame automatically, That if someone ghosts you, if they're not replying, that your brain automatically goes to what did I do on the last day? What did I say? Have I been too needy? Have I not been responsive enough? Kind of going to trying to fix and say, What have I done wrong? If someone gets angry, you know, it's straight away. I shouldn't have said it in that way or I wasn't considerate for their emotions. Um, Again, really going to self-blame. And this self-blame might sound strange, but it can be a genius survival response. So sometimes it can have originated from your history and been really helpful in some way. So if you're around someone maybe who is invalidating or who maybe gets angry or can't you know, regulate their own emotions or it's a difficult kind of circumstance, it can be safer to go to shame and self-blame and kind of make yourself smaller, say less, kind of overthink what you've done wrong to keep the peace because that can reduce tension, it can reduce conflict and actually mean that you're safer or maybe that you know there's not as much adversity with the people around you. Self blame can also help us get a sense of control in the world. So it's hard to acknowledge sometimes there's really big things that happen out of our control that I can't fix or change and are painful. So if I it can be really hard to acknowledge maybe something someone important in my life is doing really unhealthy behaviours and I can't control that. Or, you know, big things like COVID that we can't control it. Or um, even in dating, you know, acknowledging that, you know, we're going to come across a whole bunch of people and states of readiness and emotional maturities and we can't control who's going to continue on a date or not. Um, 100%. So going to self-blame Helps your mind try and keep a laser focus of, okay, I'm just going to overanalyze everything that I've done wrong in <laughs> inserted kind of comma marks. And if I do that and I just fix me, then everything will get better and it gives you a better sense of control. What are the challenges if you go to automatically to self blame? So, one is that you're overtaking responsibility. So that puts a whole lot of pressure, a whole lot of stress on you. You might find that your mind goes more to anxiety and worry. And it also puts you in a completely impossible situation (laughs) to be able to fix and change things that are out of your control. You know, whether it's other people's emotional reactions, whether it's, um, you know, if someone wants to continue on a date. It also makes it harder if you go to self-blame automatically to know where your boundaries are. And then to be able to assert yourself. And we know that actually for a healthy relationship, what keeps it together is that trust, you know, and people actually gain respect when you can tell them what your limits are. Whereas if your mind goes to self-blame, the rationale is actually, no, it's, you know, better to build relationships by kind of appeasing, pleasing, kind of doing anything they want. And it can actually lead you to staying in unhealthy relationships longer, kind of overanalyzing dates. It can make it a whole lot more stressful and painful and exhausting. What about if you have the default setting of always going to blame others in dating? So maybe you come back from a date and you're like, oh, everyone's always boring. There's never interesting conversation or no one makes initiative on the apps to start a date, and if you're always putting it on, it's the other person, it's the other person, it actually gives you no opportunity to have a sense of control or change in your own life. It actually can make you feeling more powerless, helpless. It can also lead to more feelings of resentment, um, you know, that lingering kind of anger. So what can you do if you notice that you're either flipping a bit too much to the self-blame or a bit too much to the blame? What we want to do is have that Goldilocks balance. So thinking about okay, yes, it's helpful to look at, you know, what's within my control, what is something that I can be responsible for, you know, if I notice a pattern in situations, but really thinking about what can I actually do effectively to help get a bit of change here? If you're noticing you're constantly in situations where you're being let down, instead of going to self-blame and saying there's something wrong with me, rather looking at how can I assert myself more so that I can attract people who respect that and move quicker away from people who don't. If you automatically go to blame, how can you take a bit of that responsibility for yourself? How can you look at, is there anything that I'm doing that could be contributing here? You know, how am I starting conversations when I go on a date? Am I bringing interesting topics? Am I showing interest in validating the other person, which is helping them feel comfortable and building the conversation? Or am I actually following through and asking people on dates and not just waiting for them to do it? So really being curious and asking yourself, is there anything within my control? okay, well, I hope that's prompted some thought. And if you can relate to that, maybe you might just start to, first of all, bring some mindful awareness and see if you can do little practices, you know, start with something small and work your way up to shift that default setting of blame. I hope you've enjoyed listening and I look forward to speaking with you all next week.